1: Welcome to the new sound of online radio. Welcome to the sound of
0: Universal Broadcasting Network. You make me feel like I've been locked out of heaven. A mix of today's hits and hard to find favorites. Combined with the most entertaining and intriguing talk anywhere. This is your sound. This is the sound of Universal
2: Broadcasting Network at ubnradio.com and welcome to Limit Free Life. We are here at the Limit Free Life Show with a fabulous guest today. I'm so excited about having Ruth Klein, brand uh, specialist and influencer on the show, and she is going to uh, really enlighten us with some wonderful wisdom of hers. I'm going to give a full um, introduction to Ruth in just a minute. and For now, I just want to thank you for being here. Thank you for watching the show and listening today. And uh, we are coming to you from the beautiful Sunset Gower Studios in Hollywood, California. This is UBNradio.com. It's the Limit Free Life Show. You can also find us uh, streaming on Facebook, on my Facebook page, Limit Free Life. So uh, we are here to help you create work you love, work that is fulfilling, fun, and financially prosperous. And to that end, we have people on our show who can help us to live a limit-free life and uh, to transition our careers, to build our businesses, and to create a really fabulous relationship with money that will help you make fabulous decisions in your business and in your life. So I am Michelle Perkins, I'm your host, and I want to introduce you to my guest, who is just a delight. Her name is Ruth Klein. Ruth is an internationally known brand strategist, best-selling author of six books. She's a speaker and expert celebrity branding coach for leaders, CEOs, and entrepreneurs. She's appeared in uh, O, the Oprah Magazine, The Wall Street Journal, Washington Post, all the major networks, CBS, ABC, NBC, CNBC, Fox, and dozens of other media outlets. Ruth works with experts, conscious leaders, and C-suite executives to help them become highly visible as thought leaders in their industry. She helps them create lucrative businesses and powerful personal brands by honing their message and communicating it through writing books, signature speeches, and purpose-driven brands. Ruth's clients add multi six and seven figures to their business or company, host PBS specials, they're high five-figure international speakers, they receive over 100 media pickups with one press release, become best-selling authors, and have even become a $100 million business brand. Ruth has raised funds or volunteered for nonprofits since the third grade. She's good at it she holds a master's degree in clinical psychology and spiritual psychology and has penned six books many of which are best-selling notably time management secrets for working women the de-stress divas guide to life manage your time market your business and the everything guide to being a sales rep ruth has been a television and print spokesperson for at&t aol online food saver 3M and many other top business brands. Her audiences call her witty, her clients call her wise, her friends call her wonderful, and her children call her for money. Please help me welcome the fabulous Ruth Klein. Ruth, hello. I'm so happy you're here. Ruth is zooming in from her uh, beautiful home today, home office, and uh, we are so happy to have you here Ruth it is a pleasure and an honor that you are here with us well
1: I'm happy to be here as well Michelle this is this is gonna be fun it <laughs> is
2: gonna be fun we have a lot to talk about so um, <laughs> I would love to get started just um, you and I we do know each other you're one of those wonderful examples of how networking can lead to a wonderful relationship and even a friendship and so I um, I am really excited to, to have you share um, some of your wisdom with people around branding and being an influencer. And I would love for you to start from the beginning and tell everyone a little about your story and, you know, your, where you started and, and what you're doing today and how you got there. Kind of a tall order. Wow. <laughs> I That's know, it's long. a big one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
1: well... I will tell you that I've always been interested in psychology. I've always been interested in how people do the things they do, why they do them, what's their motivation. And I never realized that I was so analytical and I am. I remember I had a mentor and he said, Ruth, you're so analytical. I said, no, I'm not because I thought of myself as so creative, which I am. I didn't see the analytical piece. And in psychology, I can see how that's worked very very well mm-hmm. because I, I'd like to analyze why people do what they do and always go back to the source right. and that has been that has been um, that has been very uh, I'm gonna say in alignment with who I am because mm-hmm. I always go back to the source even with health if there are any health issues or when I had children and they got sick right. I like to go back to the source how did it happen right? And so I, I, because I I figure if you know how it happens, maybe it's either a control issue or it's something that you can look at and make some um, different different choices, for example. Mm -hmm. And I'm all about making different choices and being authentic. And so um, I grew up in a small town. And, um, you know, one of the things that my parents always said was that I... I walked in my sleep and I talked in my sleep <laughs> and I will tell you it basically it hasn't changed much since then. Um, I find that um, I think one of the reasons that I've penned so many books and I'm working on my seventh mm-hmm. is because I I have so much to share that mm-hmm. I know you know I, I can't talk to everybody I can't <laughs> talk 24-7 I guess. So I, I want to pen these books and uh, my hope is that they do make a difference in people's lives. And and in terms of what I do today, Michelle, the, the essence of, of what I do and why I do it, my big why is really that there are so many people that leave this earth yeah. with their songs still in them mm-hmm. and their story still in them and their message. And with my heritage, and with so much that goes around worldwide, we have to share our story, and all of our stories have a message. At least we want to get it across, and, and I think we can help so many people when we when we can share our story, mm-hmm. and people know they're not alone. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, this is this is why I do what I do. So, um, and and I found that I kind of fell into, believe it or not, what I'm doing. I literally fell into it. I. I really wanted when I graduated um, college and I went to um, to graduate school. All I wanted to do was be a college counselor. That's Mm, all I wanted to do. Interesting. Okay. And I went to I went to the college and they were packed and I needed a job. I was newly married and I was still in grad school. Had a lot of debt to pay off. And uh, and one of the people at the uh, counseling college counseling uh, station, said, why don't you go visit with the the chairman of the psychology department? And I thought, I don't want to (laughs) teach, but I needed a job. So I went to the psychology department, spoke with the chairman, and we chatted for two hours. Mm -hmm. It was a great conversation. And yet I walked away thinking, oh, man, he's going to call me and ask me to teach, and I don't want to teach. Well, Needless to say, that's all I do. <laughs> I do. And I train and I consult and I coach.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's so interesting. So many times what we think we don't want to do or we're not equipped to do is the very thing that leads us down the path to yeah. our purpose. It, it's
2: it's amazing. It is. That. It's kind of uncanny. It is it's an interesting uncanny. thing. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I it's see uncanny. that as well. Mm-hmm. So
1: Yeah. Yeah. So ended up teaching two classes instead of one. And I remember thinking, oh, man, not just one, but two. <laughs> and because I was, I wanted to be so thorough, but even more importantly, underneath that, I didn't have the self-confidence because I was just as young as the students. Mm-hmm. I always had a high-pitched voice. <laughs> um, and so I wore a bun. I, I don't even know how to put a bun on, but I wore a bun. And I put my glasses on. And that's how I taught. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love that. And then at the end of the first semester, um, I had two A students. And I was considered a tough prof. Mm. And the reason I was considered a tough prof is because I asked them to read the book. Hmm. And be (laughs) tested on it. Oh, yeah. And I kept them for all three hours. It was a three-hour class Mm. twice a week. And I kept them for the entire time because... You know, I'm into teaching, and right. I love education, and I wanted them to learn. Right. And so, one of the one of the two A students, uh, when he dropped off his final, he looks at me and he said, "Miss Klein, someday, you're gonna make a great prof." <laughs> I was crushed. Oh.
0: Absolutely crushed. And the,
1: and the second A student uh, loved what I shared, and he introduced me to his human resources guy at a very large corporation. And um, had an interview, and right then and there, started training um, their managers mm. and working with their CEOs on performance, attra- performance. Um, oh gosh, what do they call Performance. Evaluations? Um, performances, yeah. Yeah. Um, mindset, communication. Mm. If he asked, do you teach this? Can you train in this? I go, uh-huh. <laughs> and of course, never had. Right. But as we know... <sighs> you know, when you first start out and even when you're seasoned, you know, you need to say yes more yeah. than you say no. Right. You need to say yes more than you say no. And I'll share with you one year. My, my main intention was to say yes, more than no mm-hmm. for the whole year.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that was one of my most, uh, purpose-driven, and successful happy years.
2: Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fabulous. That That is yeah. a good tip to say yes more than you say no. Yeah. Uh, the no kind of can come pretty easily for people, just autom- almost automatically. So if you can catch yeah. yourself and say yes instead before you allow yourself to go down that road of fear and doubt, that's a really good thing. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly.
2: Yeah. Okay, wonderful. So how did you get from human resources to what you're doing now?
1: <laughs> so then um, I really had fun with this training thing. And, uh, and then before I knew it, I would get referrals out and I started um, going from training to consulting. Mm, okay. And, uh, and then doing both. And it just, you know, and in between having kids, raising kids, I did the consulting and I did and, and it's interesting because looking back, it was consulting and coaching. mm mm-hmm. I've always brought my mindset and yeah. my psychology right. into play. Right. Always I, you know, you can't separate it. Right. I can't separate my brain from my body.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And
1: um and so that's that what started and then um and then I, that was my that ended up starting to be my career. And then from there, um, I wrote a book. And mm. I didn't even have a computer at the time. <laughs> and I had a, a, a lovely friend uh, that I met through networking as well. I had a lovely friend, and she was a seasoned writer. She used to she used to be, I think, a waitress, mm. and then she had a framing shop. And when she had a framing shop, she she taught herself to write. Mm. Mm. and she ended up getting a three-book deal for six figures Wow! many many years ago over 20 years ago and she was kind enough to allow me to use her computer in her home
2: nice yeah it's all Um, about the support and the help right as we were coming along
1: yeah it truly is and you know that's something that is so important i've found over the years and with a lot of my clients uh, especially newbies, they'll say, "But Ruth, I I can't afford to have a support team." Well, mm-hmm. my response always is, "You can't afford not to." Absolutely. And there are ways to do that. You don't have to have a full-time person. You can have someone come in. You can have a student come in
2: mm-hmm. for mm-hmm.
1: five hours a week. Right. You can, you know, there. You can get a bookkeeper to help with your books. I'm not. I I'm good with money, but I don't have the patience to work with books and all of that, (laughs) and you know, there was a time that it would take me a whole weekend um, just to write checks out, there Mm -hmm. were so many, because I have so many accounts for so many different things, and I
0: thought... As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming.
1: it drains my energy, I need to hire someone. So I went on Craigslist, Oh no, no, Mm -hmm. I usually go on Craigslist. I went to um, a headhunter of some sort or an executive uh, company and the third gal was the charm and she's been with me now for 18 years. Wow, that's
2: amazing. I know, we live in a world now where there are just so many possibilities for getting the help. I mean, whether it's uh, YouTube, or it's Upworks, or the staff, local staffing agencies, or right. Craigslist, or... I mean, it's there kind of isn't really a good excuse to not help, even if you want five hours a month of help. I mean, you can get it in any, in any area, so that's... Well,
1: it is, and again, it's, it's a mindset, right? Mm-hmm. And so what helps me, and what has always helped me and I pass this on to my clients and I have a whole thing around it is is it a cost or yeah. is it an investment? Right. Right. And right, and an investment is long term. hmm An investment in your business, you know, I'll spend money for coaching. Right. Because I'm investing in myself. Right. And I have chosen a certain person to help me through that. Mm-hmm. Because I'm in alignment with that person. Mm-hmm. I like what they're doing. I like their style. I like their heart. Right. Important to me, and and I'll invest with them because I'm investing really in myself.
2: Right, right.
1: In the person, right? Yeah.
2: And
1: you yeah. you know you do money, and they're investing in themselves to for you to help them mm-hmm. clean up their act because if you don't have your finances, uh, if you don't focus on your finances, then. Something's going to explode or implode, right. and money loves attention. Right. <laughs> and if you don't pay attention to money, it will it will go awry. And so, absolutely. Um, having an assistant of some sort, or having you know, I have an IT person on mm-hmm. retainer. hmm It's a it's a low amount. Right. It's a low amount. I, I've worked with him now for. 14 years Mm -hmm. and um and he can get into my computer at any moment he can connect with me with the printer if it goes down because you know part of my brand is i can't afford to be down because i have to always be in contact with clients if necessary and so there are systems and structures that i put into place that i have to have this team because there's no way i could do a third of what i do without right. my team. Not not
2: even close. Right. And when you think about the cost of not having, you know, people to help you stay directed, people to hold you accountable, people to keep you moving in the right direction more quickly, or people to help you with the various things that maybe, you know, are not in your zone of genius and somebody else really should be doing them, the cost of that is huge. So even though it feels like a cost to be paying people, it's really not. Um, I mean, when you, just like you say, it's an investment because otherwise it's gonna be costing you.
1: And and here's here's the way to do it. Here's the way that I do it, even to this day. So I will put, I will make a list as to how much time it takes me if I were to do this. Mm. How much time and how much energy. And if it's something yeah. I don't yeah. like, it takes a lot of energy. Right. But if right. it's something I like to do, then it refreshes me. Mm-hmm. It inspires me. Mm-hmm. It motivates me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's really a good way. And I, I, you know, you can figure out what you are per hour. Mm-hmm. And And then you figure out, well, is it, you know, is it worth to get someone for X dollars? Or is it better for you to do it? And chances are if you don't enjoy doing it, I can tell you right now it's a better investment to get someone to help you to do it.
2: Absolutely. You're
1: gonna, right? You're gonna right. drag your you're gonna drag your feet. And so, um, yeah, and, and I love this, I love this this up here. Time, energy and attention equals mm-hmm. productivity. That is yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Right. And that's exactly what it takes. It takes the time, the energy. Um, yeah, it, it takes all of that and the attention.
2: Right. I always think you know, time, money, and energy—they're the same. They're the same currency. They—they they mm-hmm. might look a little different, but you know, yeah. they, they all tell kind of the same story and lead you to the same types of decisions.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And here's the deal: most people that aren't as productive as they want, many times they'll—they'll they'll think of themselves as a procrastinator, or yeah. others will perceive them as a procrastinator. That is dangerous. Right. That is dangerous because. I don't even know what procrastination means, but I will tell you the source of it. The source of procrastination is a couple of things. Number one, you don't know what to do. You're overwhelmed uh, yeah. and you don't know where to start.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You, mm-hmm. um, you you don't want to look dumb, right? so you're putting it off.
2: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm.
1: it's not because you're lazy. Right. And so many times we we um, combine procrastination with laziness and all that negative self-talk and critical talk will do mm-hmm. is motivate you. Mm-hmm. And when you or someone else is demotivated, productivity goes out the window. You find yourself forcing yourself to do something, mm-hmm. and that's you know that's not a that's not a sweet spot. What I wanted to share also, Michelle, when we were talking about um, getting help mm-hmm. and assistance and things like that. Even part, part, part time. Right. Um. I also find that our what I call our authentic self, our source, our higher self, whatever you want to call it, is also a wonderful assistant. Mm-hmm. And so, in so doing, um, once I started creating a morning ritual, mm-hmm. I love my morning. And yes. my mornings start with a delicious cup of coffee that I make with a great creamer. Yeah. I make the best coffee. Yes, you do.
2: Time. I've had it, actually. You've had it. <laughs>
1: Sometimes I think my clients just come over for the coffee. <laughs> I and the ones that are online, what can I yeah. say? They have to They're come missing to a, out <laughs> a, a live event. Um, but it starts with my delicious coffee. And I'm just so relaxed. I make sure that I'm in a really good emotional space. And before I know it, I have a I have my I have a, a notebook and a pen mm-hmm. and, and stuff just comes and I just write I it know. down. Yeah. I just just this morning, just mm-hmm. this morning, an idea came, which is a hundred thousand dollar plus idea mm. just because I had that morning calming ritual.
0: Yes. And
1: and as I was writing it, this is honest to goodness what I was saying. This is excellent. Mm. This is brilliant. <laughs> this is great and I knew that it wasn't me. It was it was a higher source being downloaded, mm-hmm. and so how long would that have taken me? Yeah. It, you know, it's just, it's that morning ritual. If, if, if we could continue to have that morning ritual, create it whatever way you want, listen to a, um, a beautiful tape, listen to a motivational speaker, mm-hmm. uh, meditate whatever it takes. Right. But um, you know, I I most I read most recently that the most successful people take a few hours every morning to get their mindset yeah. and their energy in place. And I thought, wow, because at one point, at one point, I was feeling guilty that I was spending so much time yeah. with my ritual.
2: Yes. And I, that is such a work in progress. Um, at least for me, it's constantly being, um, you know, I'm, I'm good at it. And then I, I get too busy or something and it slips. And then I always know that I have to go back to it because it is, it just changes the course of the day. And it really
1: does. Yeah. And here we, and here it is, you know, I have to remember it's an investment. Yes. Investment. In time and in energy and money, believe mm-hmm. it or not. Yeah. Because it just—it they go together, as you said so profoundly. They're the same thing. They're the same currency. Um, it's the triplicate effect.
2: It's the trifecta. Yeah, but you're always an inspiration to me with the with the morning routine, um, And time management in general. I'm actually rereading your time management book, and I'm I'm redoing my time tracking, which is just mortifying to be honest. I, I'm going to force myself to stick with it for two weeks, like you're saying, but it is it is really uncomfortable to see you know what happens during your day. Um, That said, so we're talking about various costs. What about the cost of not being visible? Because I know you are really uh, an expert at helping people to be visible. And that that requires a lot of things. That requires some mindset work and that also requires some practical actions. So there's a huge cost to staying a best kept secret, right? Uh
1: Yeah, you know, absolutely. In fact, I had two or three clients years ago, independent of each other, they didn't know each other, they just knew me, that was the common factor, and they said, Ruth, you are such a, uh, just a, you're just such a great, well-kept secret, and I thought, ah, that's so awesome, that makes me feel so good, and then I realized (laughs) it's not so good, and so um, I think the biggest cost, really and truly, and I know this may not uh, make sense, but I'm hoping it does the biggest cost in being a best kept secret is that you withhold the opportunity to help someone else solve a problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the first one. Okay, the second huge cost is not getting your message out in a big way, Mm -hmm. not getting your message out in a big way. And when you don't get your message out, if you don't get your message out in a big way, I will tell you, your spirit will come back to haunt you. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. You know,
1: so many people want to write books, and for five years, 10, 20. twenty, I've had clients wanting to write books for thirty years, Oof. and their spirit just won't let them relax. And so, it's so important. Those are two. two those are the two of the biggest things, right? Um, th- that happens because. We're here, I don't care what your industry is, you're here basically, or maybe primarily to solve, to be the solution to someone's problem. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't care if it's someone who is um, the president of a corporation or someone, school teacher, someone who's a financial advisor someone who helps children across the street. I don't care what it is.
2: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. The fact is we're here to solve a problem, someone's problem. And so in many ways, you're withholding, you're withholding your knowledge and your wisdom and your expertise and your message from helping others. Think about, you know, I went to a fundraiser last night and it was for a very rare childhood um disease. And just think if the parents and these particular parents um, are starting a school for children with neurological um, issues. Okay. Just think if they didn't share their message. Right. And now think of the what they're doing in solving someone else's problem. It's huge. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be able to uh, work with 12 students by the end of this year. Wow. That's
2: huge. That is huge. That's wonderful. So well, you
1: see what, who we are and what we do and our message impacts everyone. It's not about you. And, and I think this is an important piece. It's yeah. not about you.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
1: about your message and helping others. That's it. And when, mm-hmm. you know, Michelle, when I got that, when I really got that, um, it, it was after I gave a speech and it's and it, there were, um, I don't know, there were hundreds and hundreds of, of people there, women. It was a women's conference. And it seemed to me that all the women were leaving. Now, obviously, they weren't, but I thought they were all leaving. And I thought <laughs> I really stunk. So I didn't speak for years oh. as a result at conferences. And then one day, one day, I got wise. And I realized that I took it so personally. I was, I felt that they were judging me yeah instead of me being there to get my message out. And if I helped one person, if I inspired one person, I was supposed to be there. And today, I don't care if there's three people in the audience or 3000 in the audience, because I today know, didn't then, I wish I did. I know today that everyone that shows up are exactly the people that need to be there to hear what I have to say.
2: Right, right. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. And it brings up another point. I mean, No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today is such an interesting time because it is so possible to be visible. Um, and, you know, we see it with the younger generations. I mean, they're, they're just from the start. You know, they're, they're much more out there than, than we ever were. Um, but that said, I think there could be a feeling too of... Um, Wow, how do I stand out because there's so many people, you know, even though my service is great, there are a lot of people offering similar services. So, as as a branding expert, what would you say to that?
1: Yeah, and, and that's the, that's the name of the game and that's the secret because just as everyone has different fingerprints, even twins have different fingerprints. <laughs> everyone has a different brand print, I like to say. Mm. And that brand print encompasses everything about you, all your experiences that you've had up until this moment in time, how you see the world, um, your expertise. You, any you know, It's all of who you are. And so there are no two people like you. So you said something profound. You said, you know, other people are doing what you're doing. Yes, but no. Okay. So I can share this with books. Um, as an author and helping people write books, and even and helping them with their speeches, it doesn't matter that we have, I don't know, a hundred books on finance, a thousand books on finance, mm-hmm. five thousand books on finance, right? And yet, people are reading books on finance That's because true. of that brand print.
2: Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. we're
1: different, the way we see the world is different, our experiences are different, but. Most people, most people in business do not know their brand print and that's the danger. So what happens is an entrepreneur will say, well, Ruth, what kind of marketing do I need to do? Who's, you know, what, who should I, who's my target market? And I look at them in astonishment because I don't know. (laughs) I simply don't know. You know, I don't know. And, and one of the reasons that it's so difficult for a lot of entrepreneurs and coaches and consultants and, and speeches and lawyers and financial uh, advisors is because they don't know how they're different. They okay. don't know their brand print. They don't know the outline. They don't know all the fissures of that beautiful brand print. And I often say that our brand print is this beautiful puzzle with all these beautiful pieces. And without every single piece, the good times, the bad times, the in-between times, everything that we have experienced, every book that we've read, every speech that we've given, every message that we've thought, every insight that's been downloaded is part of that puzzle piece, Mm -hmm. that puzzle picture. And so one of the reasons, the primary reason actually that I find entrepreneurs have such a difficult time putting together their website is because they don't know who they are Mm -hmm. and they don't know the value they bring to their clients. And Mm -hmm. in branding, that's what we find out. Now, branding is a confusing concept because most people think branding has to do with colors and logo. That's right. Right. Forget the colors, forget the logo and do what I refer to essence branding. I do essence branding. Mm. Who are you at your heart level? Let's start here and then move out. Once we know that, then we know what colors to choose because every color has a psychological piece to them. Mm, mm. So then we know what the logo is. We, we have a feel for it at least. And then we go to a, a professional uh, graphic artist. You know, I've used my graphic artist, the same one, Michelle, for 25 years. Wow, that's 25 great. 25 years. Mm. And I, sometimes I use them a lot, and sometimes I don't use them for six months.
2: <laughs> right, right. And
1: so it's it's that's how important it is. And when you when you know your brand, because one piece of that puzzle is your ideal client.
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So your
1: marketing starts at your branding. It doesn't start in the air. Right. And that's where most people start.
2: Can you address the issue? I just came up with a client the other day, and she wants to put... There were, I have two questions for you related to this. But So she has a new wonderful health product, health beauty, um, wants to get it out there quickly. So um, we were talking about this, and the chances are that not too far down the road she'll change things up. She'll probably change the name. She'll probably change the logo. She'll probably change you know, uh, some things about it. So A... Is that okay? Like, do you need it all put together really perfectly at the start, or can you just jump out of the gate with something and and figure it right. out later? So,
1: first of all, you need essence branding outside out the gate. Okay. That you need, but most people start with the website
0: mm-hmm. and they start
1: with the logo, and and this is this is the issue or the name. Even. Okay. Um. So that is primary. However, that being said. Our brand is a living entity, I believe. Okay. It, it breathes just as we do. Mm-hmm. And as we expand, it expands. Yeah. As we tweak our deliverables and what we do, it tweaks. We may, We could even change colors if we wanted to rebrand at some point, but we'd have to have a reason for it. We need to have a reason because our people need to have a reason, right? Because we love familiarity, That's we true. love having things the same. Mm-hmm. There's a certain comfort level,
2: mm-hmm. so
1: my clients know that you know when they get me, they get they pretty much get me, and, and they know what they're going to get. Right. So if I change drastically, I need to let them know that I'm doing something different, new, I'm launching something. Okay. So you can always relaunch, you can always tweak so the answer, the second part to that answer is no. It definitely doesn't have to be perfect because it'll never be perfect. <laughs> it's a living entity and okay. it breathes just as we do. So it's it's very it's very important.
2: Yes. And we talked about this a little before the show um, about business in general and how, you know, if you look at your business or my business five years ago, it doesn't look the same. And for most successful businesses, that's what you see. And that's what you want to see is that the business no longer looks the same. And and, um, so, you know, would you like to comment on that? Because people, they do get comfortable not only with other people's brands and, and things, but they get comfortable with their own situation. And sometimes that yeah. can be a little scary to change it.
1: So so here's the thing. You, you don't want to change drastically, I don't think. If you have, if it's working, mm-hmm. why break it? So if it's working well, you but you'll always want to tweak it, you'll always expand it, because you're expanding, mm-hmm. you're learning more. So there are some very famous people that started out in, um, in acting. Mm. And now they have a clothing line. Right. Or a perfume line or right. a makeup line. Mm-hmm. There are there are speakers that started out as as speakers. And now what they do is they consult with large companies all over the world. Mm-hmm. So it's an expansion. It's an right. addition to. But if you're you know, this is a good rule of thumb, Michelle. If you're doing the same thing with the same deliverables. As today, as you did five years ago, chances are you have lost major income in your business. Right. Yeah. Major income. Because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, things have disrupted Mm -hmm. and you have to be on top of the disruption. You have to know what the trends are. It's your responsibility to know what the trends are, not just in your arena, but in all the arenas. And so many businesses have seen the disruption in one industry and then they've used some of that in their industry that's completely different. Mm
2: -hmm. And
1: so it's so important if you're, you know, if you're serious about being an entrepreneur, if you're serious about being in business, you want to read the Wall Street Journal. You want to look at the financial Mm times. You want to, you want to check things out. You want to read magazines. You want to, you want to keep your thumb on what the trends are. And if you don't, have time to do that then connect with someone that you feel can tell you what the trends are that can tell you how to update your brand how Mm -hmm. to update your deliverabilities, how to update your engagement my goodness the social media yeah even two years ago we didn't have really instagram the way we have it today Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and seven years ago we didn't have a lot of other things and and you know these social media platforms are effective if you know how to use them and if you know which platform goes with which um, marketing strategy, if you will.
2: Would you mind giving a f- I know you're an expert in the social media area. Would you mind giving a few tips for sure. what you're talking about right now? Yeah, I sure will. So you know if you're
1: confused, if you're confused with social media, you're not the only person. Um, <laughs> so many people have all these things to say. There's so many people that are very, very successful, and most are not. So I'm gonna give you just kind of a rule of thumb, and there, of course, you know there are uh, specifics and uh, different examples once in a while, but i'll give you I'll give you a rule of thumb. LinkedIn is outstanding if you're in the corporate space, mm-hmm. or if you want to consult with CEOs or corporations and train. That yep. is that's excellent. Um, it's actually a really good place also to look for assistance, quite honestly. Mm, right. Although many of them are looking for full-time jobs, um, and most recently I was looking for a professional. Uh, I was actually looking for a producer slash director. Okay. And um, that could do video, professional video. And I must, and I went on Craigslist. And uh, my uh, assistant put up an ad, and I must have received 35, wow. 35 emails within six hours. Wow. Okay. And I hired someone, and I, I think we did that last weekend. I spoke to her at la- the end of last week, and uh, she came yesterday we did eight videos wow and nice. she's gonna be uh she's gonna uh cover my um my three-day live event in october and mm-hmm. um and so that's that's for linkedin okay. twitter is outstanding for uh for things that are disruptive for launches
2: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: or uh for things that you're doing differently Tw- twitter believe it or not is also outstanding for connecting with media. Almost all media today are on Twitter. In fact, Twitter is a phenomenal place to know what's going on with the news. Mm. And when we were having uh, tsunamis um, in other parts of the world, the the tweets were the first ones Mm. that let the world know what was happening. So that's a yeah. really excellent place to be on that. Um, I also know many authors who have done a good job on Twitter as well, hmm. especially during a book launch. Okay, um, great. Instagram is my favorite. Yeah. Can't lie. There's my Instagram. I just That's my most recent post. I just love my Instagram. Um, and, um, and the reason I love Instagram so much is because from where I sit, you have to know your you have to know your brand. You mm-hmm. have to know your brand because you only have a few words that you can use. Right. And you have you know your and you have you need a link and that links in bio mm-hmm. and people look at that and you want to uh, have and the engagement is high. The engagement mm-hmm. is wonderfully high. I get so excited. I am now addicted to my <laughs> Instagram phone. Uh-huh, to my phone on Instagram, and so I have had to. Literally, turn off my phone and put it away so I can't see it. <laughs> because I'm serious. I want to see how many <laughs> likes and comments. And then I love engaging with my uh, followers. Love it. And uh, and it's fun. It's a visual branding tool. Mm. And um, and I'm going to be doing a lot of this. Uh, I mentioned my three-day event. I'm spending one day on uh, mostly Instagram. Um, because I'm going to have brand influencers that are Mm. making tens of thousands of dollars on um, on Instagram. That's
2: fantastic. Yeah, Mm. so it keeps you young, too. You're sounding like my daughter.
1: (laughs) And and that's just it. It really keeps your pulse. And the thing you always have to remember, though, is don't compare yourself. If Mm. you start comparing yourself, you know, I have 6,000 followers. If I start comparing myself to someone who has 60,000 followers, then... I'm not going to be a happy camper. Right. So I have to really, really focus. And one of the pieces in my morning ritual is for me to be the best me.
2: Mm, I love that.
1: Not to compare, but for me to be the best me and the best I have to offer. And then Facebook, some people love Facebook. Uh, People certainly have uh, monetized Facebook. I just never got into Facebook. Mm-hmm. I don't know why right. I don't know why um, I don't know why maybe it's I'm just not interested in I, I don't know why. I just don't um, I have a nice Facebook presence
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I will start doing Facebook live because I think that's fun
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and it's a great way to engage right uh, but uh, but Instagram's my baby right now.
2: That's great. And I love that you have just chosen the platform you like the most. And, you know, they're they're all valuable in some way. So it is okay to pick the one that you enjoy because you'll probably use it. And so... Yeah. And
1: you'll learn more about it. Exactly. You'll learn more about it. You'll Mm -hmm. be more engaged. And I often tell my clients, choose two, but don't do any more than two Mm -hmm. and be really engaged. Now I'm on every single platform but I have an assistant yeah and so I can you know I do brand strategies and I do marketing and PR so I get the opportunities to do the strategy and they implement right so I have the I have the um, the latitude to be on all of them but I'm not active on all of them Mm -hmm. I'm more active on Instagram and I will be more active on um, on Facebook just for Facebook live right
2: Um, yeah Um, Ruth, I know that uh, you actually have to be uh, somewhere else at two o'clock, and so I want to make sure that we talk about your live event, because that is uh, going to be amazing and really, really helpful for people, uh, especially the people listening to this show, I think can all be uh, benefited by by knowing about this. So can you tell us what's going to be happening at your event in October?
1: Absolutely. You know, I... um this is, I've done live events before, but I have to tell you, there's something about this live event that I am just incredibly, uh, I'm ready to do it. I'm ready to do it. <laughs> and, um, and I think, you know, Michelle, and I've done it for many, many years. The last time I did a three-day event, though, was three years ago. I can't oh, believe it. Okay. And I think, yeah, and I think the reason that I'm so ready to do it is because I finally tweaked exactly what mm. it is. That I want to share, and my message, and it's up to date, and it works, and there are results, and it's very heart centered, mm-hmm. and um, and I'm excited. The first day we talk about mindset. So much of branding mm-hmm. is mindset. Right. It's about owning your talents and your skills and your brilliance. And I know that sounds so um, airy fairy, but it's not. It's real mm-hmm. because don't own your brilliance and your talents and your skills, you will not charge what you're worth and you will not get it. If you don't own that, uh, who you are and your message and what you're doing, granted, I'll help you tweak it. I'll help you do all that stuff. But if you don't have the mindset around it, you're not going to get your message out and you're not even going to know what your message is. And I'm going to help you with that. I have a whole team that will be there working with everyone for those three days. Every Mm. day I have a panel that first day that we talk about branding and mindset. I have a panel. I have a literary agent for those of you Mm. who want to pitch to a literary agent. Um, actually I'll have two of them. I'll have a producer who takes books to film. Mm.
2: Um,
1: so that's cool. And then because a book is a book is certainly your brand. If, if you write it as a legacy book, uh, a legacy book is not a book that you write in three days. Okay. Sorry, doesn't happen. <laughs> um, and it's all about your brand, all the things that we talked about, and it incorporates all of that into into your brand. The second day, we talk about social media, yay! Okay. And most of it is Instagram. I have a panel of uh, of a doctor who um, who just markets on uh, Instagram, yeah. and and I'm her client. Nice. And that founder on Instagram. Uh, my daughter is her client Mm. and she has found so many um, you know quite lucrative Um, there's going to be someone who makes tens of thousands of dollars on top of that on instagram Mm. there's going to be an instagram there's going to be a social media person who can help you um, get started on all the platforms and knows if you if you want to do instagram ads or facebook ads he does all of that. He has a he has a company. I met him years ago when he was first starting it. He was just a USC student, <laughs> and now and, and now he does the social media for SC nice. and uh, for many other companies, including mine. He's going to start doing that. So you're going to hopefully see some fun ads uh, for my three day event, and um, and then the third day we're going to be talking about how to get media. Um, new media, offline and online, and mm-hmm. we're going to tie it all together. How to monetize? How to how to make money? on your expertise how to make money on your messaging it I, I honestly it doesn't have to be that difficult it really 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 doesn't it's just that you need to have a system you need to have someone who understands what you do and you need to have someone who's keeps you accountable truly accountable not gives you the steps and then says go for it
0: mm-hmm. but
2: someone
1: who says you know Ruth you need to start this now oh okay right. um and, and then the panel, uh, we will have some, uh, some media people there um, and, uh, so that you can pitch yeah. your yeah. ideas or your company to. Um, we're going to have someone who um, used to do uh, bookings for Good Morning America. And uh, she also has a phenomenal, phenomenal business uh, and she promotes on Instagram. She's going to share that with us Nice. and she's going to show us and uh, literally we're all going, I'm going to walk everyone through how to write a press release today. The nice. type of press release you need today, which, and I'm in this business which is very different than it was even three and a half years ago.
2: Okay, so I, I, wow. I'm just
1: so excited. I'm so excited. I, I think I need to walk and talk in my sleep.
2: Oh, it, it sounds fantastic. It also sounds like the place to go for a big boost to your revenue. Um,
1: definitely, it, definitely. It's October 19th, 20 and 21 okay. at the Intercontinental mm-hmm. Hotel in Los Angeles. This is plenty of time for you to get an air ticket. I have special rates for a room. So please let me know if you're interested and um, and we'll make this happen together.
2: That sounds fabulous. I do know it's a it's a rather, you know, limited event, right, as far as attendees. So um,
1: and, and here's the deal. I don't wanna I don't I don't wanna speak to two hundred people. Right. I don't wanna just get tushies in the seat. <laughs> I wanna be able to look everyone in the eye. I want to be able to do laser coaching for everyone. I want to make sure that when people walk out of there, they have exactly what they need, plus, 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 it exceeds their expectation. And so, um, in so doing, I have to keep it to a smaller number and I'm happy to do that.
2: Okay. Well, Ruth, thank you so much. It sounds fantastic. and. It was such a pleasure having you on the show, and we could talk so much more. So, hopefully, you'll come back and see us again. Thank
1: uh, you so much, Michelle. Really appreciate it. It was fun.
2: Great. Okay.
1: I I know it'd be fun. I know.
2: I I was looking forward to it too. I know. So, um, it was was a pleasure, and thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to be here with us today. And, people, you know where to contact Ruth. she Her website has been up, uh, and Ruth, you wanna tell us one, one time what your website is? But I know it's been up on the screen. Uh, yeah.
1: uh, my website is ruthkline.com. Okay. And if you want to go to the uh, information about the event, it's ruthkline.com backslash brand influencer. And that's what this is all about. It's about taking the essence of who you are and being an influencer with your message.
2: Okay. Thank you, Ruth. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, well thank you for listening, and we love having you here at the Limit Free Life Show on Wednesdays at one o'clock at ubnradio.com. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love some feedback, and if I can support you in any way, please come to limitfreelife.com, and you can sign up for some free items and advice and and tips and things that I have on my website and hear about what's going on with Limit Free Life and uh, my coaching programs as well as other workshops and programs that that I'll be doing. Um, I'm going to wrap up at this point with a little more information about Limit Free Life. So have a wonderful day and thank you so much for uh, for being here with us today. We so appreciate it. Bye-bye. See you next week. I think one of the most important messages I have to share with the world about the work that I do is that your work is yours to create. This is your piece of art that you can create in your life and there's really nothing stopping you. Overall, most of us can learn what we need to learn and figure out what we need to figure out and create that fabulous career or business that we dream about, and there's really no reason to think that you can't. My name is Michelle Perkins, and I am the CEO and founder of a company called Limit Free Life, and I help men and women to make dramatic change in their lives so that they can have the fulfillment, fun, and financial prosperity that they have always wanted to find through their work. The main services I offer through Limit Free Life are one-on-one private coaching, group coaching, trainings and seminars, and business consulting. My signature service is one-on-one coaching over a period of time, three months, six months, even a year. It really allows a person to decide on an outcome that they desire, and then for us to work together to really achieve that outcome in full. The type of clients that I typically work with are professional men and women who are driven to do more, who might be entrepreneurs, but also career professionals who work in organizations, who are really looking to do more with their lives and very open to thinking in new ways about what they're doing, and who are willing to take responsibility, do the work, make some changes, and uh, who don't say I can't a whole lot. Clients up-level in a number of ways. For some, they start a business after being in the corporate world. For others, they have an existing business, and they really figure out the key and the formula to making that business grow and take off. For some, it's a matter of really developing courage, and for many, it's a matter of up-leveling their view of themselves, what they're capable of, how powerful they are, what their strengths are, and where they can go in life. What I see also is that there's a spark that kind of gets lit and that flame keeps growing within them and there are things that they want that maybe they were reluctant to even express that they wanted and now they just go for it. They have bigger wants and bigger dreams than they had before and the sense that they can achieve those things. I feel very strongly that money beliefs are foundational to developing a business that can scale and grow and, and become the business that you want it to be, whatever level of success that is. And for people who feel stuck or uh, their business isn't going the way they want, a lot of times it comes back to some of these money beliefs. So as a certified money mindset coach, I have the training to help people understand where their hidden money beliefs are either interfering in their lives or businesses, or coming into play in some fashion in all the decisions that they're making, both in their in their business and in their life. The overall mission behind my work is to help people love their work, to find satisfaction, fulfillment fun and also to be financially prosperous in what they're doing. Uh, that combination to me is a perfect uh, recipe for making work a great part of your life. And so that's my vision is for people to see uh, work and money as allies in their life and things they can lean on so that they have something that makes them feel important and, and something that gives them a place to go to, to develop a sense of identity and purpose and meaning in the world. My greatest hope for my clients is that they will develop a holistic relationship with work, money and life and there won't be this separation where they go to work and then they live their life after work and they will develop work or businesses that they love, that they look forward to going to, and they give them the freedom and the income and the happiness that they're looking for in their life.